financial problems, elder law, criminal law, tax problems, business matters, divorce, personal injury, bankruptcy, your life, your reality. Life is complicated. There is the law and there is reality. Welcome to Law and Reality, sponsored by Thav Gross. Now here's your host, Ken Gross. Welcome to this segment of Law and Reality. Today's topic is how to save your home from foreclosure and eliminate credit card debt. I have a feeling we're going to be hearing a lot from Good Morning Brian Small. Good morning, Ken, and yes, you will be hearing a lot from me today. I have nothing more I want to say to you then. Good morning, <laughs> Jeffrey Lindem. Good morning, Ken. Pat Samasco. Hey, how are you, Ken? Good, thanks. All right, so I want to do this topic with a case study and work within it. Okay. Our clients are Jen and Rick. They're in their mid-40s. They have combined income of 120000 a year. Let me give you some good things. Rick's back to work after being off work due to COVID shutdown. They have a nice home in Farmington Hills, market value $375, mortgage $350. They got $150,000 uh, in, in an IRA. They got only $7,500 in cash and bank in terms of savings. Let me give you the bad things. They're behind 10 months on the mortgage. They took forbearance while Rick was out of work. Their mortgage payment's $2,600 a month. That means they're behind $26,000. They have $100,000 of credit card debt. The question is, what should they do? Now, before we ask Brian, I want to let you know what Jerry the bartender thinks they should do. Oh, this should be rich. Because Jerry is who they is their first person that they get advice from. Oh, wait, I want to just tell you something. I got a call the other day from a woman in financial crisis, and honest to God, she was calling me from the bar. Did you, ask to, did, you ask to, did you ask to talk to Jerry? No, I, I almost did, but she actually was sitting next to somebody that had seen our TV show and was telling her about it, and she called us instead of listening to the bar. Oh, so the person, the, the other patron at the bar said you should call Brian yes, and Ken rather absolutely. than, than just, talking to the bartender? I thought it was hysterical because she was literally calling me from so the So I bar. guess we should thank Jerry, the bartender. You though. know, let me, when I first started doing seminars about Medicaid planning, I did them to the one person, one group that knows more about you than anyone under the sun, Ken's hairdresser. So I did seminars to hairdressers because they know everybody. They do. So you need to start doing the bartenders <laughs> on debt maybe resolution. We need to do it. Maybe we need to talk to hairdressers, too. Let's hear about what Jerry All right, the bartender So Jerry is. says, cash out the IRA. You can avoid the 10% penalty because of the COVID rules. You take that 125000 You pay off the arrearage on the mortgages of the 26000 You pay off the credit card debt for the hundred. You use the rest of the money up to the 150 to pay the taxes on the IRA and you're done. You don't have to file bankruptcy. Your credit score is protected. Your mortgage is clean. Simple as can be. Right. Now, <laughs> do you like it? Jerry's an idiot, but okay. Right, now, let's look at Jen and Rick's balance sheet after they follow Jerry's advice. 
Before they had $7,500 in the bank, they still have $7,500 in the bank. Before they had an IRA worth $150, now they have no IRA. Their house is the same fair, fair market value. Their mortgage was $350, now it's $324 because they paid off the arrearage. They still have $100,000 of credit card. No, they've eliminated the credit card debt. So now their net worth before was $82,500. Their net worth now is $58,500, but they've gotten rid of their credit card debt. They haven't filed bankruptcy. And, the, and, and, and they don't owe any taxes because they use the IRA to pay the taxes. Right. You don't like it? Not at all. Why not? Well, let me ask Pat a question. Pat, if you had $150,000 in your IRA and you're 40 years old, and you didn't really do anything else other than minor Invested. contributions, how much would you have when you were 70 years old when God, you were to retire? Five, six hundred thousand at the end. So how much would you have if you spent it when you were 40 years old at that point? Zero. Ah. That's, and they, he doesn't have a pension, so he's relying on his IRA in his retirement years. So. So, so what? So you're saying there's a better alternative? Oh, absolutely there's a better alternative. What we need to do first is we need to do an analysis of their income and expenses so we understand what their opportunities are. Maybe they qualify for a Chapter 7 bankruptcy. They wipe out the credit card debt. What about the IRA? They keep the IRA if they qualify for a Chapter 7. Would they, would they keep the IRA if they filed the Chapter 13? They could keep the IRA if they qualify for a Chapter 13. Right, so we have, we have before we get to that, let mm -hmm. me ask you, because Jerry raised a couple important things that they're worried about, is if you go bankruptcy, what about their credit score, and what about the stigma that they filed bankruptcy? What stigma? There's a stigma? Oh, the stigma that was... People think there's a people stigma. That used to exist when you, in the 1970s under the Bankruptcy Act. No, yeah. the stigma that the credit card companies give you right ah, now on TV because so so the question is is here's will Haven't I haven't you ever heard the commercial? You don't need to file bankruptcy. You can settle your credit card debt. You're entitled to settle your credit card debt if you have ten thousand dollars more of credit card debt. Yeah, and that works for some people too. Hey, the, is there any uh, tax debt in this scenario here? Do they owe any on taxes? They don't. Generic the don't don't have a tax liability right now. But but. If Sometimes you, they do. You yeah, look I wanted at, to talk about that. You look at the big picture here, and they're concerned. Of, let's take the credit score question. Credit scores heal. They come back. So you might tank your credit score at the moment. But the reality for these, this couple is they don't have any more ability to get credit anyway. They have $100,000. They're tapped out with their 100000 Right. So they've done, if you erase the debt, and they have to live on cash. Well, that's not bad because their credit score will heal in 18 to 24 yeah, you, months. Here's the point that we, we, we sometimes talk about. You only need your credit score if you want to get credit. And if you don't need any credit or you can't get any credit, the credit score at that time doesn't matter. And what's the cost of a bad credit score? You might pay a little bit more for your car insurance until your credit score recovers. But that cost is nominal compared to the benefit of getting rid of the debt. And getting rid of the debt is they've got $100,000 of credit card debt that's costing them $2,500 a month in payments and $20,000 a year in interest. Let's take a break. We'll come back and we'll figure out what to do with Jen and Rick. COVID-19 presents a fight for our personal and business financial survival. You have to make choices. 
Cash is critical. Do you tap your retirement, home equity line, or run up the credit cards? You need the right plan to avoid being wiped out, and you need it now. You can't rely on the government or banks. Call us. We're the experts in financial crisis. We are here for you and your business in the Great Recession, and we're here for you now. We'll create a plan and get through this together. Thavgross will solve your problem. Tax problems are major problems. Don't let the IRS levy your wages and seize your assets. There is a solution. We're Thav Gross. Our firm will solve your problem. If you're behind on your taxes and owe money to the IRS, call Thav Gross. We've been solving tax problems for 32 years. We stop wage levies, resolve unfiled returns, and obtain the best possible settlements. Call Thav Gross today, 888-235-HELP. If you're retired and in a financial crisis, there is a way out. It pains me when I see a retired couple exhaust their savings by paying credit card bills and for a home hopelessly underwater. Fav Gross specializes in helping retired people in financial crisis. You just can't keep paying until you're broke. You need to address the problem now. 888-235-HELP. That's 888-235-HELP. We're Thav Gross. Our firm will solve your problem. I love you too. Bye-bye. That was Jerry. Emma just said her first word. Oh. Jerry says hello and they'll be over soon. Who's Jerry? Is he a friend of yours? No. This Jerry. Our Jerry. And this is his wife and their little girl. You can't work. You have to deal with pain and stress. Worse yet, our system for applying for disability benefits seeks to deny you the benefits you're entitled. Jeff Kirshner is an expert in obtaining disability and workers' compensation benefits for his clients. You need to call Jeff before you apply or after you're denied to get the benefits you deserve. 888-235-HELP. 888-235-HELP. Carrying too much debt? Resolve your debt. Call Thav Gross. You don't need to be broke, and you don't need to hit rock bottom. If you have income and you're struggling with debt, dump it. Think about the next 10 or 20 years. If you do what the banks tell you, you'll have nothing to retire with. There is a solution. Don't waste your future. Call Thav Gross. We're experts at eliminating credit card debt. 888-235-HELP. That's 888-235-HELP. Is the debt piling up? Struggling to get by? It's all about preserving future income. Bankruptcy is one option. When it's right, it's the least costly, most effective way to save your home, eliminate a second mortgage, and wipe out credit card debt. But you need to address the problem now. We help people with bankruptcy. Call the experts. We're Thav Gross. Our firm will solve your problem. 888-235-HELP. That's 888-235-HELP. We have a program. We've already developed it and put it in place, and we've been waiting for the rollout for the moratorium to go down. It's called the Eviction Defense Program, the EDP by Thav Gross, and we've developed it and put it in play. But here's the big point which you were making. You're going to get evicted if you're a tenant, and you need to get on top of this, and you need to defend it, and you need to do everything you can to protect your interests. And the last thing that you want to do is do nothing. All right, we're back. So you're saying that Chapter 13 
is a viable strategy for them. How, explain to me, how does that work with the 26000 they owe on the mortgage? How does the credit card right. debt come so into this? So start off with the, the mortgage itself, the arrears. We have up to five years to catch up what they've fallen behind us. So they're $26,000 behind on the mortgage. So we're going to take $26,000. It's roughly $500 a month. So if I divide that by 60, it's exactly $433.33 a month. Yeah, but there's additional costs and fees and things like that. You mean there. for the trustee and so forth? Trustee fees. There's attorney's fees. There's, but yeah, yeah you but, can but catch up. But in terms up. of the catch-up point of the mortgage, that's... $433 a month. And the funny thing is, is that the mortgage company, because they've been in a forbearance, Everybody's hoping when they come out of these forbearances that the mortgage company is going to give you, put it on the backside of the mortgage, give you five years, give you 10 years, rewrite that, your that's mortgage. That's what I thought. It yeah, you know what's happening? A lot of people are getting this, well, you've got one year to catch up the one year you're behind. So now your mortgage is I, double. I, I have a client. He was given one year, and that amounted to an extra... Thirty-six thousand dollars that they had to pay. Yeah. Three thousand. You had so to pay six thousand dollars a month. You couldn't payment. do it. We've 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 appealed it three times now, and they still haven't made a decision on it. But the result is, I may have to put them into with Brian to a So, if it's the bank's job to loan people money, why aren't the banks just adding this on and charging the extra interest? So on here's it? the interesting they thing: investors. what they're what they're hoping to get the property is back. that. <laughs> That's an interesting point. That's back in the They're, 20s. The, 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 the bank doesn't think that yeah. way. The bank doesn't think that way, but I'll tell you something. With the home values accelerating at the moment, I, you can't tell me that they're not sitting in the back room going, well, if we foreclose on this house and this house and this house. Uh, I'm going to tell you right no, now. No, because the people get the, the overage anyway. You, your normal bank is not thinking that yeah. way. But you have to remember something. Banks and servicers are servicing loans for investors. The underlying investor can be a big conglomerate or it can be a small portfolio of 10, 15 mortgages and that particular person is sitting yeah. in the back room like Brian says saying maybe I can in the get, reality, take an advantage here. It's a computer. If you're a dollar off, the computer starts spitting off red flags and error, you know, all the and, bells and And the other and thing is this, if you're the investor, you need to get that cash flow of that money in because you're paying out dividends to the, the people round. that have invested with you, you need the cash flow. So sometimes the reason why the lender's not willing to work with you isn't always that they're evil and rotten people, which Brian would disagree with, but sometimes <laughs> it's because they have obligations they need to meet and it affects and it impacts You know what, them. we talk about it from the tenant their landlord's the wrong thing. person, but the landlord's got a mortgage comp they got to pay, and they're in the forbearance, so right, it's, a, right. it's a whole... So but when we, when we go back here and we look at what's going on with Jen and Rick, remember another thing that's going on with them, besides the fact that they need to catch up on their mortgage, they're $100,000 in credit card debt. What they've been doing is they've been borrowing on their credit cards so they can pay their household expenses because their budget 
yeah, is upside take, down. Take, which take, is, take, let's take a look at their budget for well, a wait, second. Wait, but that's why the economy is going through the roof, because they took all this credit card and bought everything in the last year versus that's, that's saving it. That's the conundrum it. always. Yeah. That the more people spend, the better for the economy, yeah. for the global economy, but, but for, for the individual economy, for putting Amazon. themselves into debt, right. it, it's not a good outcome. Well, yeah, because in Jen and Rick's case, their net income is 8000 a month. 2000 goes to taxes after their mortgage, but their credit card payments. But they're spending 10400 a month. Yeah, they're $2,400 a month short. And, and their credit card bill is $2,500 a month. By, and, by, and that's why the credit card bill got up to $100,000. Now they're at the point they've got to do something because they're tapped out on the credit cards. The bigger reason, more important, Brian, if you agree with me, the mortgage is a problem that needs to be dealt with from the standpoint of the 13 can resolve it and maybe the lender will cooperate and come up with a decent repayment plan over five years or something or tack it on. That doesn't solve their credit card problem. Nope. Their credit card problem is their bigger problem. And here. the funny thing is people think that they have to do the mortgage modification and ignore the credit cards when the reality is, is we do mortgage modifications inside of Chapter 13 all the time. The lender is more apt, in my opinion, to work with you when they know that their credit card companies are getting nothing than when they're looking at the debt to equity ratio and all that other stuff that, that confuses them and says, well, how are you going to pay this when you still have $100,000 of the credit card debt? When I can say to them, they don't. They have a bill of $167 a month in the Chapter 13. There's plenty of money now to pay. So let, let me pretend that Jerry just came into the conversation. Jerry the bartender? Jen, Jen and Rick invited Jerry do, to do, come do in. Do we have a baseball and, bat so and, I can smack I, Jerry oh. I, I'm that. Jerry. So, Brian, I've listened to this whole thing, and if, let me see if I've got it right. If, you can, if they can make a deal with the lender and they say, like Pat was suggesting, they tack it on to the end of the mortgage, or they can pay it out over five years, and now we don't need a Chapter 13 bankruptcy to take care of the mortgage. Would you agree with me then that they should cash out that IRA and use the 100000 to pay off the credit card no, debt? No, I would Because put, that way they get, they, they get rid of the credit card debt. I'd put Jen and Rick in a Chapter 7 instead, get rid of the credit card debt that way. And keep the IRA And no keep the what. IRA no matter what. Never touch the IRA, ever. Jerry is an idiot. <laughs> Wait 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 wait, 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 wait a second. I'm Jerry. You're not. You, you, it's Jerry. Not, you're an idiot. It's not polite to call. Someone I don't care. Idiot. That's that's not nice. Okay. Pat, can, can I talk to you? I'm Tell Jerry. Jerry. He's an yes. idiot. Am I an idiot? Uh, you got to stick with your profession, which is making mojitos, because you make the best mojitos I've ever had. Let's put it this Get way. Get this guy another mojito. <laughs> Let's put it this way, Jerry. This has not been the most correct you've ever been. Okay, so possibly so the least correct you've ever. So the reason why you're telling me no, besides insulting me and hurting my feelings by oh. calling me an idiot, is if I pay off the IRA, if I use the IRA to cash out the credit cards, then that money's gone. We already talked to Pat. Pat said that how much will they have in retirement? Millions. Zero. Yeah, yeah. Zero. Right, let's take we... a break and see how the Chapter 13 plays out for Jen and Rick. If you're retired and in a financial crisis, there is a way out. It pains me when I see a retired couple exhaust their savings by paying credit card bills and for a home hopelessly underwater. Favgro specializes in helping retired people in financial crisis. You just can't keep paying until you're broke. You need to address the problem now. 
888-235-HELP. That's 888-235-HELP. We're Thav Gross. Our firm will solve your problem. Carrying too much debt? Resolve your debt. Call Thav Gross. You don't need to be broke, and you don't need to hit rock bottom. If you have income and you're struggling with debt, dump it. Think about the next 10 or 20 years. If you do what the banks tell you, you'll have nothing to retire with. There is a solution. Don't waste your future. Call Fav Gross. We're experts at eliminating credit card debt. 888-235-HELP. That's 888-235-HELP. We have a program. We've already developed it and put it in place, and we've been waiting for the rollout for the moratorium to go down. It's called the Eviction Defense Program, the EDP by Thav Gross, and we've developed it and put it in play. But here's the big point, which you were making. You're going to get evicted if you're a tenant, and you need to get on top of this, and you need to defend it, and you need to do everything you can to protect your interests. And the last thing that you want to do is do nothing. A lifetime of hard work. If you don't have the right plan in place, you can lose your home, your savings, and more. And you didn't come this far to lose everything. Samasco Law wants you to know that laws are changing. Today, the average cost of nursing home care is $85,000 a year. With proper planning, we can help protect your life savings and get you the Medicaid and nursing home benefits you deserve. How much can you afford to lose? Call Samasco Law today. Time for announcements. I want to remind our listeners to watch us every Sunday, 10.30 a.m. on TV20. Remember, you can always come in for a free consultation. We do them via Zoom conferences, teleconference, or in-office uh, with proper social distancing in place during COVID. Just call 888-235-HELP or go online and sign up. Debt issues with Brian, tax issues with Jeff and Brian, estate planning issues with Brian, business issues with myself, elder law issues with Pat, disability issues with Jeff Kirshner. Just come in, request a free consult. We're happy to help you out. We, in, our free consults are not meet and greets. We analyze your problem, we look at it, we come up with the solution that you need to do so you know what the method and process is to solve the problem, what it costs, and what the time frame is. Easiest way is just call us, 888-235-HELP. That's 888-235-HELP. We'll get you in and go over it. We have free reports on the websites, Resolving Tax Problems, The Real Solutions by myself and Jeff Linden, Bankruptcy Is It Right for Me by Brian Small, How to Save Your Home from Foreclosure, Business Formation Loans and Grants for Small Businesses in Detroit and Michigan, and also the Retiree's Guide to Social Security from Pat Samasco. I want to thank our sponsors, Thav Gross, Samasco Law, Kirshner Law. Now back to the show. Is the debt piling up? Struggling to get by? It's all about preserving future income. Bankruptcy is one option. When it's right, it's the least costly, most effective way to save your home, eliminate a second mortgage, and wipe out credit card debt. But you need to address the problem now. We help people with bankruptcy. Call the experts. We're Thav Gross. Our firm will solve your problem. 888-235-HELP. That's 888-235-HELP. Tax problems are major problems. Don't let the IRS levy your wages and seize your assets. There is a solution. We're Thav Gross. Our firm will solve your problem. If you're behind on your taxes and owe money to the IRS, call Thav Gross. We've been solving tax problems for 32 years. We stop wage levies, resolve unfiled returns, and obtain the best possible settlements. 
Call Favgross today, 888-235-HELP. All right, so we're back. All right, so Jerry is back at the bar. I'm now Ken, and you better not talk to me like you talked to Jerry. Jen and Rick, all right, so let's put their numbers up on the screen. All right, their budget, they had $8,000 coming in. Their mortgage payment's $2,600, their normal mortgage payment. They're paying $2,500 a month on the credit cards. Easy number, $100,000, average monthly payment, 2.5%. That's $2,500 a month out the door. Utilities, $400, cable, internet, $500. Two car payments, $950. Car insurance, $250. Gas maintenance, $200. Health insurance, co-pays, $600 a month. $1,200 in food, $300 life insurance, $400 miscellaneous. So they're not living poorly. They just but, happen to be living outside of their means. But their budget is normal, would you say? Fairly normal, yeah. Okay, so they're <coughs> negative $2,400. Now, you're going to put them into a Chapter 13. How's it going to work? What's it going to do? So, we first of all, consider the way Chapter 13 works. We pay things as if it's falling down a waterfall. The one at the top gets paid first, right? Because it gets wet first. So... What's the most important bill? The mortgage. The mortgage and the mortgage arrears. When the mortgage arrears is caught up, we go to the next most important bill. That might be an automobile. After that, if they happen to owe IRS or State of Michigan money, it would be the IRS or State of Michigan. And then the least important bill is... Visa and MasterCard? Visa, MasterCard, hospital bills, general unsecured debt of any kind. So in their case, there's not going to be any money for Visa and MasterCard. Well, that's the beauty of Chapter 13. The budget that they have, which is the budget of most people, says that you really don't have a lot of spare cash. They have enough to catch up the house, and they might end up paying as little as zero cents on the dollar to Visa and MasterCard. But at the end of their Chapter 13, Visa and MasterCard got zero. The house is current. The income taxes that were, pay, that were owed may have, will have been paid. And the car is current. And they're out of debt. All right, so let's look at the numbers. And so they still have their $150,000 in their IRA. Plus, since it's been a five-year stretch, it's grown in value. So let's look at the numbers. So during the Chapter 13 now, they're going to be catching up on the mortgage. So I added 433 on their, uh, on their payment to the lender, mm -hmm. zero to the credit card companies. Their other expenses say the same. They end up plus $167, which I assume gets absorbed by administrative costs of the bankruptcy. Yeah, during the bankruptcy, but at the end of the bankruptcy, now they're, they're 433. They're, they're, they're 433 plus 167 they're ahead. They're $600 ahead, ahead every month. Right. So that's, and they've gotten rid of all the credit card debt for nothing. Right. Let okay. me, let me throw, you got time? Yeah. I got to put one more slide. Dad's on, dad's got, his dad's got cancer. He's about ready to die and inherit a $150,000 IRA from his dad. So that's an interesting question because it's an IRA. Will it be an exempt asset from in the bankruptcy or not? The answer is, I believe it would be. It is. Uh, subject to interpretation of the Supreme Court case. And which it's is a planning issue. It's a better plan. Usually what I see is they go borrow 150000 from dad to pay off the credit card. Bad idea. Bad idea. Or the IRA's at risk if dad dies now. But if the IRA got cashed out and put into a trust, then the trust benefit had a spendthrift position, then it wouldn't the be part of the bankruptcy estate. So there are See how I bring solutions. it back to me once yeah. in a while? Let me, let me throw out. So remember at the beginning I said Jerry's analysis was if you paid off the credit card debt 
and you cashed in the IRA, they'd have a $58,500 net, net worth. Yep. In the bankruptcy, during the Chapter 13, their net worth is $208,500 because they still have the IRA. After the Chapter 13, which is five years, let's assume that IRA only grew at 5% a year, nominal growth. Their net worth is 273000 Jerry's plan would have given them a net worth of 58000 Jerry's plan cost them $220,000. The, chap the Chapter 13 puts them in a position where they have a $273,000 net worth at the end, and they have zero credit card debt. There's $600 plus in savings going forward. It's the difference between night and day, between solvency and insolvency in their future. It's These decisions are extremely important, and they need to be vetted properly. You know Last why? final word. Jerry's an idiot. Listen to us. Jerry makes a good mojito. Have a great week. We'll be back next week with Law and Reality at your favorite bar.